Usa. <laughs> Another episode. Bigger Talks, Bigger Talks IG Live Edition. And I got another phenomenal episode with a spiritual guru, healer, YouTuber, and a phenomenal being. I, I like to say she's a spiritual goddess, uh, Miss Kaylin Bowman. But before we get into the interview, I'm going to talk about an app. It's called the Wisdom app. Uh, the Wisdom app is similar to Clubhouse. You know, you go on stage and it's audio based and you speak um, wisdom, motivation, inspiration, uh, whatever is your thing. And uh, Friday, December 24th, 3 p.m. PST, I will be on the Wisdom app talking 20 to 30 minutes about emotional intelligence, um, the power of our emotions, uh, where do they come from? And how you can use them for your benefit. So the Wisdom app, go download it, check it out. I'll be on the Wisdom app talking about EQ, emotional intelligence, this Friday, Christmas Eve, uh, at 3 p.m. PST. But we got a great interview. Let's get started. I'm going to bring Kaylin Bowman in. She's amazing. And uh, we're going to talk about healing, transformation, manifestation. 5D consciousness and all those things to make your soul uh, of you evolve and be more. So, hey, hey, how you doing? Good, How's it going? It's good to I'm, be here. I know it is. Attitude I saw you doing your deep breathing, your namaste's. <laughs> yeah. Let it in, let it out. Let it in, let it out. Right? We're here. Uh, it feels good to be here. Thank you for joining me, um, taking time out of your beautiful day to be available and speak um, at this beautiful time of the world that we're living in right before the new year. Um, I will say before we get started, thank you. Thank you for showing up every day um, in your spiritual power. Thank you for uh, pushing out inspirational spiritual healing content because i found you on youtube <laughs> by the way yeah. anybody listening watching she is big on youtube she has like ninety thousand subscribers and her videos are short and to the point and consistent and she also does one-on-one -on -one coaching she uh, leads meditations and all those things <laughs> we're gonna get into that but i just really appreciate your energy your intellect and uh what you bring to the world so thank you um, I kind of want to go backwards today. Like when I say backwards, I want to go to the end before we get to the beginning. Okay. So just briefly before we get to that, where are you from and uh, how did you get introduced to spirituality? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be kind of good for my subscribers too, because I don't really talk too much about my personal life. Yes. So I, I was born in Texas and I moved to Chicago. So I lived there for a little while, but I grew up in a very volatile environment so i my parents divorced and through that divorce my mom got involved with someone bad in chicago essentially and it, it brought me into a different world that i hadn't experienced before you know world of danger and guns and violence and so you know even as a year as a like young kid my nervous system was so overactive right and it, was, it wasn't until I got into high school where I found the, the book, The Secret, and that book started to get me out of the victim. And I think it's the same for most people, right? People find the book, The Secret. But the reason why is because the manifestation stage, it gets you out of the victim stage. So for me, it was like, wow, I can actually start to heal myself. I can actually start to pull myself out of these really toxic situations. And then, you know, from there, I just started to get more into living out of living from our soul. So less living from our ego, because primarily when we go from victim to manifestation, we're still kind of in our ego, right? And we're trying to create things so that we can feel safe in the world. And then I wanted to start feeling safe in my body. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to start feeling safe in the world without having to have the relationship to feel safe or have the, the nice things to feel safe, right? Because I think that's what a lot of people are doing with manifestation. So it's like, how can we feel safe within ourselves? And that's kind of, you know, how that spiraled out. And so that's what I've been doing from here on out. That's the message that I really want to bring to, to the world. So, yeah, you know, you, you turned that pain into power and your power became your purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think in these times, you know, because 
everybody is so accessible from the high end to the low end. And everything is about the physical realm, about what I can get, how many followers I have. If I have fame, if I have dollars, if I have money, do I have, if I'm dating this person, if I have status, my video went viral. And so what I feel like is a disconnect is spiritual currency, right? We're not tapped into the spiritual realm. You talked on and you spoke on just now on uh, the uh, soul, right? And then you said the ego and the ego is attached to the personality. And the personality always wants attention and wants to be in control, which is the high, which is the ego. But the higher self that's connected to the soul wants your attention, you know, wants to know, like, how can we con come together and how can we find our soul's mission? Because granted, yeah. it's tough, it's challenging. But like I said in the beginning, I want to go backwards before we go to the beginning, you know, you get briefly of how you were raised and where you come from. Thank you for that. Yeah. Let's talk about 5D consciousness what is it and how can people tap into it or what should people be aware of when you talk about 5D and then 3D? Can you yeah. explain it from your perspective? Yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of confused with this terminology when we talk about the 3D to the 5D. But essentially, and then we have the 4D as well. So the 3D is essentially, it's fear-based. This is kind of the physical realm that we're living in. And it's the idea that we're all separate, right? So you and I are separate. Everyone else that's watching this, we're all separate in some way. The fourth dimension, the 4D reality, is a little less fear. This is kind of like the dream world, essentially. So there's more connection, right? That's where we can connect with other souls through our dreams because mm -hmm. there's, there's less fear. But then we move to the 5D reality, which is no fear. It's completely love, which is unity. And that's our soul. That's our soul energy. And that's why the thing is many people have had these sort of awakenings, right? And they start to tap into that energy of love. And once you get a glimpse of that, it's like you can't go back to the ego world. Like, that's the thing. I mean, sure, you can have nice stuff and you can integrate your ego, but it's really difficult to go back once you've had a glimpse of what it's like to connect to the soul. And so I had that glimpse through multiple awakenings. Um, usually painful breakups would, would cause that for me or, you know, traumatic events. But it was, it was kind of a build on, essentially. Um, but I would say over the past year was this full integration of really understanding that love is all there is, right? Mm. And when we're in fear, yeah, <laughs> when we're in fear, it's just an illusion. Mm. And so all of the courses and the, the coaching that I have is to get people into that mindset of love. You just need love. Like love is all you need to connect to. And then everything else works out. And as I'm saying this, one, one, one. So <laughs> yeah, no, one eleven. How, how interesting. Yeah. That's love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And I, and I think, like I said, with everything going on in, in the world and uh, mass media and the information that's been rolled out to all of us, it's easy to create fear from fear because there's no love on something that causes you to be in fear. Yeah. So I think when we're granted information, which I've learned is that anything that's coming our way, that's information we have the power to respond to it we have permission to attach whatever emotional feeling we want to give it but because we live in most of us or some of us in a 3d space it's fear and fear takes over so you know you might have something and you add something else to it to make it something else and then your body responds to those thoughts and those feelings and then you're hurting so um yeah that's a good i love story. that yeah, because when our, when our bodies aren't safe in the world, which is huge because most of us do grow up with trauma, whether it's, you know, just small, a little bit of trauma or it's a massive trauma, it's difficult because we don't feel safe and because our emotions then create thought forms, right? Because they're so connected that we can only think negative thoughts. We can only think fearful thoughts. So the huge thing is when you connect to your soul energy, you feel peace. So you have peace. So then what comes, what originates from peace is peaceful thoughts, right? Or as people say, the thought of God or the thought of source, right? So. And that's funny. I just put a video up and said, is, is it peace or happiness? And I'm all about peace, right? Yeah. Peace is clarity. Peace is freedom. Peace is, is subtle. It's blissful. It's, it's light. It's, it's not no enthusiasm. It's not, oh, I'm happy. It's like, yeah. it's like, you, you know, it's, it's that moment when you hug someone not the actual hug, but the feeling you get when you feel like, right? That's peace. And I believe peace is, will set us all free. But how do we get to peace? Like you were saying, I think that's what your coaching, your videos, everything you're about allows a person to get to the root of what is my peace? 
because your piece might be different than my piece. Uh, I was watching a video, or I saw a clip last night, and I've, I learned this, uh, I learned this about uh, four years ago. And your video was, or the caption was, how you can benefit from doing nothing, right? Just doing absolutely nothing. Like you're literally not doing anything yeah. and then everything happens. So can you kind of elaborate on uh, what that means and uh, what were you really talking about? Yeah, so essentially when we look at the ego, the ego believes, the story of the ego is that we're lacking something. So the ego is then constantly trying to figure out, you know, how can I build on myself? How can I create more? How can I, you know, enhance my sense of self? So when you connect to the soul, the story of the soul is I'm already whole and complete, right? So when you're already whole and complete, you can actually just kind of live in the world and kind of float. It's like floating downstream where you're literally just, cause there's already a natural current. The world is already moving in a natural wave and you just got to get in this in the same momentum, we're always trying to push against. And that's when we create yeah. so much resistance. Like, why do you think we have everything going on in the world? Because we're yeah. constantly resisting everything, right? And, it, and, it, so, and it's true, yeah. I, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting because, you know, coming from the inner city of Baltimore and growing up with a single mother and, you know, dad was in the streets or however, you were taught to be strong, to be a man, to show up, right? Mm -hmm. So with that created in my ego, it's like, I have to get it done. I have to do this. I, you know, that masculine energy, right? And so when I moved to LA 11 years ago, probably about five years ago, I was doing it all. I was personal training, was doing Uber, I was selling water machines, and I was just in my way. Like I was trying to do everything, like literally, because, but it was fear-based, it was scarcity. Because if I don't do it, I can't, I can't pay my bills. If I don't do it, yeah. And then I had an opportunity where I had to sit still and my life changed. And so I've been manifesting and transforming my life by doing less, but working on myself more and trusting the process and letting things come into my vortex for me to live the life I want to live without that, that fear, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's the art of surrender, essentially, right? That's the part of manifestation that many people just don't connect with. Right. And that's really all manifestation is, to be honest. It's really just yes. letting go. Everything like as you begin to spiritually evolve, you start to realize the only thing I've ever had to do was just let go. Yes. Right. Because that's your soul. Like once you connect to your soul, everything just unfolds so beautifully. Yeah. And, 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 and to the people listening and watching, how does a person let go of something they deserve or they know they should have? Like, how do you let go? Like, what is letting go? Because I think people have in so, different interpretations. The word surrender might cause tr people to trigger like i'm not surrendering to anything it's like no we're not saying that <laughs> yeah know, let go. well okay so letting go of what do you mean letting go of the negativity or you mean letting go of like, well whatever you know from your like i understand the context you're saying letting go right yeah, yeah. It, like like for example i could say i want to make a million dollars i want to be famous i want to blah 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 mm -hmm. but if i'm constantly holding on so i have to have i have to have i have I can't really get any momentum in that because I'm too attached to it. But when I detach myself and just let go and trust and go do something totally opposite of what I want, then yeah. it comes into my realm where I can kind of assess it and uh, potentially manifest it. So that's what I was asking. Like, what is, how does a person let go? We know the terminology, but what is the physical? What is the, how do you let go? Yeah, well, the mind wants to think that it's doing something. So I always tell people, write it down. So if you want something, mm -hmm. write it down. That way your mind can be like, okay, I've done what I needed to do. And then to let go is really just to be present. Mm -hmm. That's it. If you can just every day allow life to unfold in your, because many of us just aren't. Like I lived my whole life. I lived, I'd say the first 25 years of my life completely not present, right? Yes. And so when you're in the present moment, that's full surrender and that's full letting go. And so that's what I really try to get people to do is to become more present. And then from there, it's really, really simple. But I mean, the thing is that our mind takes us out of the present moment, right? Yes. And there's so much fear and anxiety. So being able to kind of minimize that through, you know, meditation, mindfulness practices, Ho'oponopono, I absolutely love Yeah, that. I love that. That is I've consistently, if I'm feeling like someone did me wrong or something bad happened and I'm giving that person power over or my energy. feelings or, or thoughts, yeah. 
I'll go and turn. Uh, I got a clip. I, I, I did a training at NLP like years ago, and they always left us with a clip. It's like seven minutes. You take the person on stage, you visualize, and then you cut the cord. Like it's powerful. Yeah. But you literally, without the words, you 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 release that energy, and it gives you power back because you're not so so attached. And I think forgiveness is not is not only one thing we need, but the pain and trauma that comes with our being, with uh, our evolution of our soul, we get to a place and there's distractions, there's people, there's things from the past. Yeah. So to anybody who might be out there dealing with pain or trauma, what is the best thing they can do to kind of get out of that state or release some of that energy so they can manifest, so they can be more free and they can have that peace that we talk about? Yeah. I would say getting some sort of outside help or support. When I was at a really low period of my life, what helped me out was going to the bookstore, quite literally, right? Like started, I saw you, you have a book out too, right? Yeah, 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 I have a book, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, yeah, yeah I'll have to bring it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so getting like getting resources from people who want to help, right? Or if you have, if you can afford it, getting therapy, getting spiritual coaching, that kind of thing. Because let's be honest, we sometimes need help. Like we sometimes need that help and it's okay to ask for help. I think some people want to do everything on their own and there's a kind of a bridge point where, yeah, exactly. The heavy- That was me for energy. years. Yeah, yeah. And so asking for help is huge, right? Just to navigate that journey. And then you get to a point where you're able to kind of guide yourself essentially. Yeah, because, you know, I was listening to an interview uh, last week and it was a monk, he was talking and he said, you know, as people, he said two things. The first thing was, he said, as people, we're all seeking pleasure. He was like, even ants, even ants seek pleasure. And so yeah. the person interviewing him was like, why do you think we do that? He said, because we want to avoid pain. Yeah. We're not embracing pain. But he said, the moment, the moment we em embrace pain and deal with those emotions that come with it and then feel it and neutralize it, love comes in. Yeah. Right? So now you got that love energy like you talk about. Now you can decide and choose and be aware of the lust or the pleasure or be aware of the pain and the agony and say, you know what? I'm at peace. This doesn't control me. I'm not controlled, but it's so hard to be still and let things be. Yeah. And he, he then iterated and said, uh, we think we're, we are 100% responsible for the manifestation of our life. He's like, you're not. There's so many different other forces at work, so many different things that's at play that you cannot see. You got your mother, your grandmother might be praying for you. You know, you got your friends that believe in you, you might be thinking good thoughts of you. You might be putting out positive content. Yeah. Um, and then you're doing your work. So all those forces is coming together. It's helping you manifest or get where you want to go. That's why the power of asking for help is so important. And that's what my biggest challenge growing up was I didn't know how to receive. I was everybody's help. I didn't know how to let people help me. The moment I let people help me, my life changed. My dreams. 100%. Yeah, because you, know, you tapped into that feminine energy of receptivity. You you're out of balance. Yeah. yeah. Vulnerability, letting go, letting people in and giving them the truth about how I'm really feeling or what I'm going through or what I've been through. And they're like, oh, really? Oh, I can help you. Because it's fear, right? We create a story or narrative in our head that says, oh, I can't tell. I can't tell Kayla this. She knows this and she's going to judge me. She's not going to like me. Right. And she's like, oh, really? Oh, I actually just went through that. Let me show you how I got through it. Right. And then you're like, oh, your shoulder's dropped. And you look around and you're like, wow, yeah. the power of vulnerability. And I think in these times where we got social media, virtual reality, and all these things, just talking to someone who's in a space of healing, manifestation, or just praying a lot, or just a good being, can help you heal. 100%. And I think we need to be intentional about the people we allow into our space because we yeah. need good people around to want to feel good and think good about where we want to go. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And, you know, the more you vibrate higher, right? Like you just end up connect. Like for a long time, I used to think I got to find all the toxic people in my life and then kind of <laughs> pick them out. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to do that. Like the universe is going to do that for you whether it means that you guys just start to disconnect or whether it means that they they decide okay you know what i'm, I'm done with this i want to leave whatever it is like 
the universe is going to make that happen. So all your work is to, is to come into alignment with yourself and to vibrate as high as you can, love yourself, yeah. connect love you. to your wholeness, right? And then it plays out. It's so, it's so much easier than we make it out to be. All of this it's, stuff is so much easier. And it, it, so can we, let's talk about, you know, increasing your frequency and your vibration. What are a few things people can do to increase their vibe, increase their frequency, to be on a higher level, to attract those things that they know they deserve or they aspire to get? Yeah. Um, well, in terms of just being practical, I mean, mindfulness, meditation are key. I know a lot of people don't want to take that time, but it's so important. Like even taking five minutes to just meditate is so key. Getting out in nature is huge, right? Like being able to take off your shoes, go walk in the sand, go walk in the grass is really big. Um, but other things like healing, like actually going and doing maybe Reiki, like getting some energy healing work done as well can be really helpful. I'm actually coming out with a 21 day soul vibration activation challenge. So I'll be launching in uh, January. Okay, so that'll be like practical things that people can do for 21 days and then see, you know, over the 21 days, how their vibration has raised. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, that's important. And I think that's what people need. They need steps. They need tips. They need the know-how. Because, you know, how I was raised and where I come from, you know, the terminology and the language is different, right? It's like, go after it, uh, chase your dreams, go get it, get the bag, run it up, be lit, whatever, right? Yeah. But no one tells you how to do that or get the money, get fame, whatever it is. But what do you do with it? When you have success, how do you respond to it? When you make a lot of money, how do you invest it? Um, when you get that relationship with that partner, how do you keep it, right? Those things are hidden. It's just like it's so general to, to tell someone something but not give them the details of how you can manifest or do that thing. Yeah. And like with your coaching program or your meditation soul vibration, it'd be something great for people to tap into, look into, and get yeah. it. And also just look for help. Like, there are people who are doing what you want. Just reach out. Like, I reached out to you because you inspired me off of your YouTube channel that made me go to your Instagram and follow you. Right. So I was like, oh, this this woman is really tapped in. She's really like a spiritual goddess. She really does the work. She speaks it. um, She vibrates it. And she knows what she She's confident about it. And I think as a man in the spiritual space, always empowering. Uh, I want to tell my men, like, we got to get more spiritual. And I'm not talking religious-based. I'm talking about internal awareness, soul awareness, um, spiritual currency, being aware of if something is going on around you, internally, you know exactly what to do. And I think for you, for women, it's great to see women in this space, to be confident and be outspoken about it because we all need it, men and women. And so when we can, can connect and share our ideas or rituals or routines it benefits all of us uh yeah i want to know like so you said you, you told me about your past with your mom and the person she was dating and living mm-hmm. in chicago um and getting into spirituality now that you have more information and more awareness and more wisdom and experiences what is your focus what is your intentions and what is your overall purpose in this moment now for yourself and people who subscribe to your community and what you have to bring. Yeah, it's really about, like I said before, really shifting from the ego to the soul. And you said something that's important too. We can create success and we can, you know, say magnetize in the relationship. But if we're not in alignment with ourselves, we can lose it. And oftentimes we do, or we sabotage it because we're like, oh, I'm not worthy of this. I'm not good enough for this. Right. And then we let it slip through our fingers or we do something to just mess it up. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Right. And that's kind of what got me back to the work of like, wow, I can create all these things, but I want to be able to sustain these things. And I want to feel good enough for these things that I'm creating. And then, so that's what kind of led me to this idea of, we need to find inner peace. We need to find inner wholeness. And that is why I'm here is to teach people that, yes, you can have the, I don't want to tell people that you can't have the outer stuff because I think that at the same time, like we can integrate both. What is your thing? Come on. You got a slogan. Tell them. What is it? What do you mean? You have a slogan. You have a thing that you say is your thing. I don't oh, want to say. Seriously, authentic, live your truth. What? No, you can have it all. Oh yeah, so you can have it all. Absolutely, yes. that's the thing. Yeah, I yes. know. And so we can have it all, and that's 
so important because I think sometimes people, and this is like, this is something that I experienced. When I yes. started watching Eckhart Tolle, I started I thinking, him. yeah, I love him, but I started thinking, wait a second, like, am I gonna, am I gonna have to live kind of like this, right? Where I feel like I have no enthusiasm anymore, kind of like, I mean, he's a funny yes. guy, but I wanted to also be able to integrate, cause it's like, I'm in my twenties. I want to enjoy yeah. life and have fun. Have fun, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be vibrating high, be authentic, love, exactly. laugh. Exactly, but you know? also be at peace internally, yeah, yeah. right? And so that's what I wanna teach people. You can still live the awesome life that you have in your head, but you can yes. also be at peace inside yourself because when you're at peace, inside yourself, then you're emitting that. And then you're also giving that out, right? Yes. Because it's so important that every time we interact with a human, whether it's a stranger, how we interact with that person is going to have a ripple effect, right? So if I go out into the world and I start, you know, getting into an argument with some stranger on the street, that stranger is most likely going to get to an argument with someone else, right? And it's going to ripple effect. And so it's so important that when we're in a place of love, that's what we're giving out, and then it's going to create that ripple. And if that's that's why I do this work. Yeah, and it's important. You, you you hit it right on where I was at with the question was, how does one deal with a difficult person, family member, spouse? You know, how do you deal with someone who's consistently every day in your life because they have to be, or they're part of your family structure, your life, your business, maybe your work? How do you deal with a difficult person or a person who's very um, agonizing or very challenging or tough to deal with? You know, I know the answer from my end, but I really want to know how can people really deal with difficulty dealing with someone they have to work with and be with? What is your... It may not be the answer that people want to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's why we here, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Give them the um, truth. Okay, so as I was saying before, like sometimes people will vibrate out of your experience. So if you have someone who's still in your experience, right, who's creating all of this stuff, there's a lesson there for you, right? And I can say that from, from personal experience because I have someone, a very close family member to me that I've struggled with over the years. And it's in a very difficult relationship. But it wasn't until I embraced, like, what is this in front of me? What is this person trying to show me? And why am I getting so triggered by this person? And when I started to work through my own triggers, which was for me, it was, I'm not good enough because this person kept making me feel that I was not enough. And when I started to heal these feelings of not being good enough, because this is something that I looked up to, right? And so when I started to heal these aspects of myself and I started to feel better and feel good enough in myself, it's like that mirror completely changed, right? And I would say that that's the big thing is, you know, when you have people in your life, really ask yourself, why are they triggering me? And then go to the root. Because we often want to blame the outer world. Yeah, you know, we want to play, we want to play the victim. You're not a victim, you're a victim. You're not a victim. <laughs> you're, a, you're a victor or victorious. And I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned in my experience in life, that when you can say you're willing to take full responsibility to what happens in your life for you, with you, you have, you, you have all the power to control how you respond. Yes. Nothing has power over you unless you give it. So even, like, prime example, if you are consistent, let's say we're consistent, we're consistent at pushing out content, we're consistent at showing up, consistent at being positive and motivated, right? People are used to that consistency through what you bring, I bring, however. Yeah. But if you're not that way in that space, a lot of times people can think something's wrong with you, Right. Like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? You having a bad day? Right. And sometimes I might get upset, like, no, I'm not having a bad day. I'm just zenned out today. I'm chilling. However, I'm responsible for the energy I have been given, right? So I can't get upset when someone is anticipating something they usually see from me because I created that persona. So I can't get mad. I just got to understand, okay, I understand why they're asking a the question. So maybe I need to switch roles and give a more authentic space and not so enthusiasm and happy and you know yeah. and they balance it out the duality of masculine feminine and being authentic and real so responsibility is big with all of us and i think yeah. we don't know how to take responsibility because we're afraid of being wrong or we don't want to be held accountable but we get sometimes we get pleasure out of playing the victim though i think that's oh, what <laughs> Right? I look at it from that perspective. Break that down. Yeah. Jeez. Well, no, 
because we get sympathy. We get, oh, well, poor you kind of thing, right? And then we can then kind of extract from the world what we need. I mean, many of us do that. That's how most people live is when we're in victim mode. It's like, oh, look at me. Feel sorry for me. Give me something, right? Like charity case type of thing. And, you know, it's really important. There's four stages. Have you heard of the four stages of spiritual growth? I've heard of that term, but I don't know the stages. Maybe so you I have, you, yeah, you have the victim stage. And then you have the manifestation stage, and then you have the channel consciousness stage, and then you have unity, right? Mm. Which is the oneness, essentially. So it's just, it's really stepping stones. And, you know, that's why a lot of people you'll see, like even Joe Vitale, I don't know if you know him. Yeah, I love Joe. Yeah, he came up with a lot of books that were all about manifestation. And then he started to learn about Ho'oponopono, and this is his main thing now. And so now that he does this, he thought to himself, well, I'm telling all these people to do all this manifestation stuff, but I've found it's like a better way and you don't actually need to do all this intention setting. And so he thought like, do I need to retract all my books? But no, you don't because there's stages of evolution and development, right? Yeah. And so the part where you're in that ego driven mode that you were talking yeah. about, heavy masculine, go, go, go. That yeah. was your, that's a part of your healing. Yeah. That was you taking yourself out of victim mentality. Yeah. But then yeah. afterwards you find something better that helps you. So And it was like and it, and it was for me I don't even think it was the victim mentality. I think it was the mentality that I have to always be the winner. I have to always have the answers. I have to always figure it out. I have to always be the one to make the decisions, right? Yeah. Because I was afraid for someone else to make a decision for my life. I was afraid to let go and let someone help me. I was afraid because I didn't know how to ask for help. Because when I did as a kid, I got shut down and it wounded me. So I was like, you know what? I'll just give to everybody and I won't receive. Because right. receiving is attached to pain in my experience. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you give to me. Yeah. I'll just give to you. But what I've learned is that that's in balance. And that's how I failed. Because I didn't let go and let God and let the universe and let all the forces help me yeah. be better at becoming, be, becoming whole. Right? Yeah. And so I think I think someone just they say, can we speak on maintaining that masculinity and being aligned spiritually? Hmm? Uh, what do what do you say to that? Someone said, can we talk about uh, being whole? I mean, being keeping your masculinity and still being spiritual and aligning. I guess like being a dominant person, but how do you get back into like alignment of being spiritual at the same time? I guess that's like being in your feminine energy as a man. That's what I'm taking from it. Yeah, I think it's because just with the media, there's this kind of sort of perception of what it means to be a man, which is yeah. very, you know, aggressive and dominating, right? And that's actually not really, that's actually <laughs> not the case, though. That's not masculinity. Masculinity yes. is really about structure. And it's about safety. Like, that's why women or just feminine energy are drawn to the masculine energy, because women are so... It's all about movement. Hey, come here. I got you. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, right. so at the end of the day, it's like the, the feminine energy wants to go to the structure. Like she wants to feel safe because that's what the masculine energy holds, right? We have this idea, like the personality is, this, is like, this is what the masculine looks like. And this is what the masculine mm -hmm. does. But it's more an energy that you're emitting. That's why you can be you can be a male and carry more feminine energy, and then you can have be a woman and carry more masculine energy. It's not about the gender, even. Yeah, it's that uh, inter uh, internal representation of what we think it should be based on our perception of the terminology. And yeah. I tell people listening, and look, everyone is not into reading books or learning like that way. Like some people are audio, some people are visual. Yeah. Right. Me, uh, personally, I read a lot. And so as I evolved as a being, uh, I realized, uh, I don't know what Dr. Joe Dispenza says, knowledge is the precursor to experience. So the more books I've read, the more information I gain, because information changes and helps situations, you'll start attracting things to make sense of what you're trying to make sense. And your perception of that thing will change to get a better benefit of that result or that outcome. And I think information in general, like YouTube videos, TikTok, the informational videos, <laughs> Instagram pages that are motivational like yours. Um, I just think information is what people need. And yes. once they get it, they gotta learn how to dissect it and digest it so they can understand it from their senses, from their consciousness. And I just think there's more people out there that could step up 
and speak from their perspectives because it's levels, right? 100%. You know, and I think it's just needed. And the more spiritual we become, I believe the better we'll know how to deal with the physical stuff that's chaos and out of control that we don't have control over. Yeah. And I think one thing also to tell people is, you know, start now, like start telling your story now. Cause so many people think, well, I'm not ready or I don't know enough or I'm not healed enough. You know, I started my channel when I was not healed. I was not yeah. healed. Right. And yeah. so, but I still had something to share. I still had something to tell and that's where I was at. So it's really important that, you know, you can start anywhere and share your story because at some point you are going to learn something, but someone can kind of jump on where you're at and yes. it'll help them. Right. We're, we all have something to share. We all have yes. something to, you know, contribute to the world. And, and, and it's, it's, it's important because for me, you know, I always looked at, you know, young black men coming from Baltimore and looking at like, okay, what do we glorify for in America or in the world? We're athletic. Uh, we might look good. Um, we have this energy. But now I look at like the people that are, that run the world that are black. I'm like, okay, you see the Jay-Z, you see the P. Diddy's. And I'm like, they're great. They're successful. They're driven. They're strong. They're powerful. But there's no book or no blueprint on how to get there. There's only got to be strong. You got to be disciplined. But what does strong look like? What does discipline look like? What are the steps? And my intentions is for men to say, look, okay, I know I can make money. I have power. But when people disrespect or bruise my ego, I don't know how to be. Right. right? And so we have to learn how to, because all these rappers and, you know, these men are getting killed and that's a problem. And it's, it's all, it's affecting everyone. And I think more men should be more mindful about spirituality or wanting to know more about it because the more spiritual we are, right. And we have spiritual structure, we can help our women and our women will help us enhance that structure. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think, you know, it's just, it's important. That's all. Yeah. I mean, it takes both because I think now there's so much wounded masculine energy out there, especially, yeah. the but the women contribute too, though, right? Because okay. there's the wounded sure. feminine energy. And so, you know, both, you know, as we both heal, everyone can just set an example. And that's yeah. key because when you have someone that you can look up to and go, wow, right? Like that's, that's who I want to be. It kind of gives you that motivation. Yeah. Cause you can relate. So yeah. what is your uh, perspective on crucial conversations that I know there's some people on this live right now. I feel it. There might be in a relationship, right? They've been in a relationship too long. The relationship is suffering. They're quiet. They don't know how to communicate or, or, or articulate their thoughts and feelings. Or they might be too much invested in a relationship. And so they're afraid to leave it or have a conversation about something that's vital to their existence. So what is your perspective or what is your tips on how to approach something in that space when it comes to dating relationships or even partnership? It can be business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really starts with getting honest with yourself because it's hard to articulate to someone else what you need when you don't even, if you're not even connected to your own needs. And typically when we shut down in relationships and we're afraid to have that conversation, it's because we're not even integrated into our own needs. Oftentimes we sort of grew up in an environment where we believe our needs don't really matter. Right. Or, you know, I'm going to be, you know, push to the side if I ask for this thing, or I'm going to feel weak. I'm going to be weak if I have to ask for something. And so just being able to, you know, get in, in tune with what you need, what you want, what you're desiring, and then you can articulate it. But I mean, writing it down yourself could possibly help too before you have those conversations. Um, but if you're in a connection where there's a level of safety, you should be with someone where you're able to have conversations. Because if you're not, then you're probably not in the right in, in the right relationship. Yeah. And why do you think most of us, uh, I say most, I'm stand on that, we hide the truth from people we like or care about? What is that saying uh, for the being? I've done that most of my life up until like when I went through my Saturn return, like 29, 28. Uh, suppressed my real emotions was just ultra positive. Like, oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I didn't really want to when why do you think people are so afraid to be authentic not only with themselves but the people they stand side by side with every day that could probably really help or change 
uh, outcome? What do you think? Fear, it's the fear of rejection or the fear of abandonment. Got it. Those Got are the it. two. So once we can get, once we, can, we we're okay with rejection, we're okay with abandonment, right? Because you can actually become okay with those feelings, right? It's not about avoiding all of the, the situations where we can be rejected or be abandoned. It's about yes. knowing that at the end of the day, if I, be, if I am rejected or I am abandoned, I'm gonna be okay because I have a good relationship with myself. That's the key and that's what I try to teach people is how can you love yourself enough that whatever happens in the physical world, you have a good relationship and you're gonna be all right. Right, and if not, then we're attached. Yeah, and I think that's, you get more peace or at least for me, is when you know who you are. A hundred percent. All levels. Yeah. You know your shadow side, you know your dark side, you know your light, you know what you don't like, you know what you do like, and you're not afraid to embrace that because it's part of your being. I think, yeah. you know, especially with social media, we all want to project and present our best self. Like, oh, look at me, I'm this, I'm that, which is fine. Yeah. But no one wants to show their wounds. No one wants to talk about the pain or... um the abandonment, like I was emotionally abandoned as a kid, you know, like, so that sent me on a path of just give, 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 huh. not going to feel that anymore. And so in relationships, things will come up. I'm like, oh, you're, you're doing this because of an abandonment issue. Oh, and then you fix it. So it's just interesting that we have all the tools, we have all the information. We yeah. just don't have anybody in our life giving us the confidence about the information to access it and use it and apply it for our benefit. And I think someone like yourself, with your YouTube following and your social media following, in a way you speak, is, is so powerful because we need more people in that space that can authentically talk about these things we think about, but we might think we tripping. Like, nah, I, I don't feel that. That's not real. <laughs> like, yeah. so the question is, what is the quickest or the most simple way that a person can get to its higher self? Like to, you know, to source energy to that type of divine uh, inspiration within them. What's the quickest or simplest way to get to that place? Well, that's the thing. We want the quick fix, right? Yes. But I mean, it, it, it takes work. I have yeah. to say it takes time. Like it's, it's a process because, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through the same cycle over and over and over again. And what happens is you go through a cycle you don't learn the lesson, it becomes more painful. You go through it again, it becomes more painful until you're like, okay, enough is enough, what am I doing wrong? And then you start to yeah. do something different, yeah, right? You start to kind of backtrack and be like, okay, what, what am I learning from this experience? And that's how you build character. Because yes. so many of us just want the quick fix. Like imagine if you woke up yesterday, or, or uh, okay, sorry. Good. <laughs> Imagine if you woke up tomorrow, right? And you were just completely healed. You didn't learn anything. So you have no character. You have no stories. You have no substance, right? So we need pain, you're trying to say. Oh, we need some type of struggle or resistance or challenge. We need it. Yeah, we need it. Is that why women don't like nice guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the thing. I think that... If a woman is emotionally unavailable, she is not going to like the nice guy because the nice guy is not enough of a chase. If a woman is integrated in herself and she loves herself and she's emotionally available, she will be attracted to the nice guy. Got it, got it. She'll be trained. I like that. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we got about, I want to say 13 minutes. Uh, so I, I do a- I die before that, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, I have a segment in my podcast and my interview process where I do, um, rapid fire uh but this one instead of comparing i want you to uh, i'm gonna say a word and you just give me your interpretation or your definition that comes to mind okay you ready uh i think so whatever <laughs> comes up when i say the word just you, one you, word do i just say one word whatever comes to mind there's no right or wrong it's just whatever comes from your conscious is is whatever you ready okay happiness joy love Connection. Peace. Calm. Relationships. I already used connection. Ah, <laughs> pause. That's a big pause, girl. Come on. Um, unity. <laughs> Got it. Uh, insecurity. Trauma. Fear. 
Opportunity. Unconditional love. 5D. You. Peace. Hey, there we go. There we go. That wasn't bad, was it? <laughs> Did I do it right? <laughs> no, it was no right or wrong way. It just, you know, sometimes when you have these rapid questions or words or phrases, you just, it's like, get it out and it's cool. It's no right or wrong. It's just fun as a way to break ice. I usually go to the beginning. By the way, what sign are you? What, what, when is your birthday? What do you think? Um, you even can be. personality. You either could be a Libra, a Sag, or a Taurus. That's what I'm getting. No. <laughs> You're neither of Capricorn. Oh, wow. What's your moon and rising? Aries and Leo. Wow, Capricorn. No wonder you're so consistent. What day is your birthday? December 30th. Oh, it's coming up. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Any What's plans? Your What's your zodiac sign? I'm a, I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're a Pisces. Okay. My best friend's a Pisces. What day is that birthday? Uh, Mar or March 22nd, I believe. 22nd? Isn't, yeah, I think it's 22nd. She's the Aries and she's the 22nd. She's on a cusp. Oh, then maybe it's... February 22nd? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I can't, I can't remember. I'm just so bad. Okay, this is actually something I, you just revealed something bad about me. I'm the yeah. worst. I always forget even my, mother, my mom's birthday. Oh, no, it's fine. Like, and, that, and like, you see how you just were so vulnerable in that? I yeah. think people are afraid to be wrong about something they think they should know. Right. Like, I forget people's names as soon as I meet them. Oh, like, I know. Um, uh, yeah. Kaylin, right? Uh, did I say it right? And it's, yeah. it's okay. Like, you forget, it's fine. Like, it's all love. But yeah, I'm March 9th, um, Pisces, uh, Moon, Wait, Sag. Right. What did you say, March 9th? Yeah, March 9th. Yep. Got it. So any big plans for the B-Day? I don't know yet. Um, well, it's kind of always blended with Christmas. So oh, yeah. I have some plans with family, but then I'm also going across the island to go visit a friend as well, so. Got it. That should be fun. Yeah. And you're on the West Coast. What part of the West Coast are you? Seattle? Washington? I'm Vancouver. Oh, wow. I see. That makes sense. It's something about Canadians that I've experienced that I really like. You guys are very down to earth, very nice and sweet, and just always have energy. Uh, Toronto is my favorite city. I'm American, actually. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah. no, I get it, but I'm just saying you're, that's you and that energy of Canada. Right. right. It makes you, because the energy up there is it's different. It's nice. I've been to Calgary and Edmonton, um, and I've been to Toronto. So I love Canada. But yeah, how long have you been there in Vancouver? I moved here just a year ago, but I lived here about five years ago as well, prior to this. But um, I noticed, because I moved here from Toronto, and yes. the energy, because you've been to Toronto, right, you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. The energy from Toronto and Vancouver is so different. I find that the the level of consciousness is elevated. Maybe that's why Eckhart Tolle lives here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like literally, like <laughs> Toronto. Yeah. I was telling my manager, like, bro, this city, and it was like they probably have like one or two crimes a year. Like, yeah. So I, I just I love Canada. Anybody that's on here from Canada, shots out. Love you guys. You're phenomenal. So what's next? Let's talk about it. If we wrap up, what's next for you? What, how can people find you? What can they look forward to? How do we get in your vortex where we can benefit from your teaching and your spiritual uh, essence? Let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to share that. Um, so first of all, I mean, joining me on YouTube, that's my main platform for sure. Um, but I have opened up one-on-one -on -one coaching again. So I started that up again about eight months ago, which I love. Um, that's something that I, I just like to be able to personally connect with my YouTubers. I just had a coaching call before this and it was awesome. And so being able to do that, so that's on my website, as well as I have a self mastery school called ignite your soul. So there are programs, meditations in there. There's a bundle going on right now for December. And then, like I said, there's also going to be the 21 day challenge that I'm launching as well. So all of these are just tools to kind of assist you guys on your journey. Got it. Powerful. So let us know a fun fact that people don't know about you. Oh, um, fun fact. Hmm. Like oh how, your favorite musician, your, your favorite song out, your favorite movie. I don't know. Like any, it could be your favorite color, anything. 
okay, something about me. I mean, some people already know this as well, and it's kind of goes hand in hand with this, but I have a like huge obsession with crystals. So hey, that's also- where my crystals at? You know what? Yeah. I can my pocket you now. You have that. Hey. Wait, let me I think see. The heart, the uh Rose Quartz. Yeah, so I keep it in my pocket when I'm walking around or when I'm in the house or when I'm out. Just keep that 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 that, that love, that love on. I gave one of my guy friends a rose quartz, and it was, yeah. I think it was just like two days later, he met this girl. And I'm like, see, yeah. it does work. It definitely it works. Works. It works, for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm obsessed with crystals, and I'm watching actually a brand called Awakened One. So I'm going to be selling these these sort of crystal sets for people if they're interested. Yeah. It's just like my little baby. That's dope. Well, yeah. you've been amazing. Thank you for your energy time yeah. and just being authentic and showing up today. Everybody, please, please go follow her YouTube. What's your YouTube? Kaylin Bowman. Kaylin Bowman. Uh, follow her on Instagram. It's Kaylin.Bowman, right? Are you on Twitter? Yeah. Are you on, uh, what is it? Uh, not Discord. What is it? Uh, Patreon? I don't know if you're on that. Um, no, just mainly. I am on Twitter, but I don't post too much on Twitter. So I would say just Instagram and YouTube. Got it. Maybe TikTok soon. We'll see. TikTok. Come on, get <laughs> Stop talking to come on yeah. talk about that spiritual life we need it now but thank you it's been amazing you have a beautiful beautiful day merry christmas happy holidays and also happy birthday i don't know how old you're gonna be i don't know if you want to reveal that but yeah, you know you know what they say what we reveal we heal you know what i'm saying but you can keep that 28. 28 feeling great 28 feeling great hey, <laughs> hey, hey. so you're yeah. in your saturn return you're in your saturn return so that's a pretty yeah, I don't know if you know about the Saturn return, but it's a it's, it's a it's a different time, and I won't say it's tough, but it, it, Saturn is a very tough planet. But you'll see once you look it up. But thank you again. I appreciate your essence and your energy. Absolutely. Have a beautiful day. Talk soon. Peace. Thank you. And love. Okay, good chatting with you. Yes, yes. Thank you. Bye. Take Cheers. care. Bye. Well, that was great. She's amazing. Um, that was a good conversation about all things spirituality and healing and transformation and manifestation. Kaylin Bowman. I think I'm going to give her a nickname. KB. AKB from Vancouver. I mean, by the way, Chicago. I didn't forget. Um, my birthday is coming up. Tell her happy birthday. And um, guys, this episode will be on Bigger Talks podcast really soon. But you can get it here on my Lizzie on Instagram. Um, You'd be great. By the way, don't forget, I got the end of the year spiritual transformation ceremony and workshop. Click the link in bio to join. Sign up and get your ticket. I'll talk to you guys soon. Somebody eat some food. It's been a day. Thank you. Love. Appreciate it. Gratitude.